Woolworths ripping off their workers. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Working through a new stein of coffee today, and I thought we'd have a look at this fantastic article by James Hall about Woolworths underpaying their staff $300 million. Now my first ever job was as a Woolworths service cashier. Not a checkout chick. Service cashier. Masculine, manly role as a service cashier. Down in the, the Woolies, jo uh, Woolies at Surface Paradise, actually. It was quite an interesting place to work because, well, if I'm tall in the story, I'll jump back here. I remember at schoolies, all the kids, and schoolies was a, a end of school celebration, for those of you that don't know, where all the kids would go to Surface Paradise, they'd get drunk, they'd party, they'd have fun. They'd come at the beginning of the week for schoolies and they'd just take the trolleys and buy and crap and junk food. And then they'd slowly trickle in buying glue, buying cleaning products to make sure they maintained the deposit on their hotels. And, you know, it was it was a good job. It was really good. I, I, it was good for me just talking to customers. I quite enjoyed it. It was boring, unbelievably boring, just scanning beep, beep, beep. But, yeah, so I have, a you know, a history of Woolworths, you know, was there all through high school. So, they've underpaid staff. How are their shares going? Let's have a look. Not too well, <laughs> not too well with the news going down. I remember when they were around three bucks. Remember, remember that one they, back in the day, guys, back in the day. So let's have a look at James's piece that he's written here. So Woolworths underpaid staff $300 million. The supermarket giant says it is deeply sorry after it announced that it underpaid 5,700 staff hundreds of millions of dollars for nearly a decade. Nearly a decade. Wow. Woolworths announced this morning it had underpaid nearly 6,000 employees over the past nine years and would repay up to $300 million. Now, we recently someone left in the comments just mentioning about restructuring occurring at Woolies, how they're consolidating, simplifying down to two departments, reducing managerial positions, making people reapply for their jobs. And I'd track back, this is discussed in the media a couple of months ago as well. Now, do you think that could have something to do with this impending $300 million, you know, hit they're taking now from underpaying staff? The supermarket giant says the major irregularity was uncovered during a review triggered this year by the implementation of a new enterprise agreement with employees at all supermarkets and the smaller metro stores. The under a pay, sorry, the underpayment affects salaried team members, not checkout and supermarket floor staff. Well, checkout and supermarket floor staff, some of them were salaried members. They used to be. I remember, I think there's one girl there, she was doing an apprenticeship at Woolies and the pay was really low. Woolies said it had only analyzed two years of data but admitted the underpayment could date back as far as 2010. Up to 5,700 staff could be repaid between 200 million and 300 million in total. It said a review would now be extended to all its other businesses in its Australian network, including Big W department stores and the liquor divisions featuring Dan Murphy's and BWS. The company released a statement this morning saying it was deeply sorry. As a business, we pride ourselves on putting our team first. And in this case, we've let them down. The group chief executive, 
Brad um, Bandusi said in a statement, we undeservedly apologize, or unreservedly and undeservedly, apologize. The highest priority for Woolworths Group right now is to address this issue and to ensure that it doesn't happen again. But just here's another take of this. How complicated is the employment contract? How complicated are their situations in this country for hiring staff? It is painful. It is painful because you know, James does a good job of highlighting a whole series of other companies that have underpaid as well. We'll read that in a moment. The review was launched by the company earlier in the year when managers questioned their payments compared to the general retail industry award. With the help of consulting firm Prince Waterhouse Cooper, it investigated the irregularities of salaried store members compared to team members paid under the new enterprise agreement. It said the majority of the staff affected are current and former salaried department managers at store level, with none of the 145,000 people covered by an enterprise agreement affected. Those wages that, that have been identified as being underpaid in the two years between September 2017 and August 2019 will be paid back before Christmas, Woolworths has promised. So, looks like they didn't pass the fairness test, did it? So what does that tell you with an organization of Woolworths size? Their capacity, the finance they have behind them, if they can stuff it up. How hard must it be for smaller businesses to deal with this? But the company said, retrieving and reviewing rostering, time, attendance, and payroll data across all businesses is expected to take at least until September 30 to complete. That is a nightmare. That is a nightmare. Could you imagine going through all of that data? Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm still, yeah. Repayments will be made as soon as each respective year of the review is completed. So companies caught underpaying workers. More than 40 million in unpaid wages was handed back to Australian workers in the past financial year. The Fair Work Ombudsman recovered the money for 17,718 workers in 2018. 2019, Woolworths owes $300 million, it was just read. Rockpool Group, restaurant group, fronted by celebrity chef Neil Perry, accused of doctoring timesheets to rob workers of $10 million in a lawsuit, filed by hospitality union Hospo Voice. Michael Hill Jewelers says it will be repaying its retail staff $25 million in wages after finding errors in its application of the retail award. George Calombraris, celebrity chef restaurant underpaid more than 500 current and former employees to the tune of 7.83 million. In 2017, he was found guilty of underpaying 167, sorry, 162 of his employees, a total of 2.6 million. Coffee Club, cafe in Blacktown, Sydney, ordered to pay a former waitress close to $37,000 after they underpaid her for more than two years. Subway, fur work ombudsman has recovered nearly 82,000 unpaid wages for workers at 18 franchises in New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland. Bunnings, a payroll area. Some part-time received incorrect superannuation. West Farmers, up to 6,000 current and former employees at West Farmers Industrial Division underpaid an estimated 15 million. And 7-Eleven, the numerous cash back wage exploitation scandal. And another thing that hasn't been mentioned in this article is starting to get more traction is what's happening here. And this was sent to me by uh, Stuart Bonds, who ran for One Nation, 
the coal casuals abused by employers and unions that One Nation is bringing to Parliament. Just think about that in New South Wales with, you know, casual staff who aren't allowed to be employed. There's some issues with the enterprise bargaining agreement and the union was a party to it as well. I'll look, look at that in more detail later, but it's widespread. Now, there's a few ways to take about this. You can say, oh, it's it's the greedy companies stealing from the valiant worker, comrade, hoist your, your hammer and sickle. Another one could say, another point, and this is probably what I'm leaning, is that the complexity of our employment conditions is ludicrous in this country and needs to be simplified. It needs to be simplified, guys. It really does. Because all of this bureaucracy and BS adds cost adds cost and it really reduces the desire for people to employ if they can avoid employing people they can someone left a comment about an executive that was sending work offshore to PAs and that is very common in a lot of professional service industries a lot of legal work is sent overseas architectural work when I was a student working for a major firm here in Brisbane years ago they were flying people over from Vietnam training them here in Brisbane and then sending them back so maybe I should have realized where the industry was heading back then. I had a colleague, she set up a practice, a successful housing practice and did you know houses and extensions, but she'd offshore all the work. She'd only do a little bit here and they'd be marking up stuff and sending it overseas, sending it overseas. That was her business. The problem is the young guys that you train up, they've got nowhere to learn anymore. So we lose those skills. So our manufacturing capacity has been destroyed and now our services capacity is slowly being eroded. And I would argue the best way to do is to, to simplify the system to allow more flexible ways to compensate people. You know, make it easier to fire and hire. Allow people to get rid of the fringe benefit tax. Allow people to get smarter packages. You know, if you want to have a working mother, I'll look at another piece whether, you know, they want to change compensation for childcare. How about you allow, you know, smarter ways where small businesses can compensate mothers for, you know, having nannies in the workplace. There's smarter things. Anyway, back to this. The underpayment at Woolworths comes after a number of recent high profile hospitality businesses failed to meet industry standards. Well, you can another take maybe industry standards are not keeping pace with just how difficult it is to supply to well to survive in the hospitality industry here's the issue guys whenever you put a minimum wage or a piece of legislation in place you then and if you ever ever as a person taken advantage of one of those forms of legislation i would argue you have a duty of care to everyone who cannot find a job because they are priced out of the market or because businesses are not affordable and can't exist or have to shut down because they are priced out of the market. Okay, so you can't be there bitching and moaning about all oh, these dull bludgers, all these people on the dole. Guys, there is a level of unemployment that the, you know, our econom economists consider normal because of interventions into the market. It's just the price you have to pay. That's the dead weight loss. You can't really bitch. You can't have it both ways, guys. Sorry. So, and here we go. He's going, you know, rock pool dining, the ones who own it. Woolworths has reported the matter to the Fair Work Ombudsman. The company entered into a new compliance partnership with Fair Work last year after it was discovered 
that three cleaning companies and a former sole trader were underpaying Korean cleaners at Woolworth sites in Tasmania. In 2014, Fair Work, took, Fair Work took legal action against two subcontractors operating at several cold sites for underpaying 10 trolley collectors over $200,000. Well, guys, what is your take on this? Where do you think it's going to lead? Are we going to see more and more of this? It's concerning. It's concerning. It really is. I think the, the restaurant section sector is really going to the hospitality sector is really going to cop it. Is really going to cop it. You're going to see more of this just as businesses struggle to make ends meet. And what's the old thing? You know, they avoid paying super, just hold off on the super payments to keep their cash flow in the business. Well, let me know what you think, guys. Have you been the victim of underpayment? Or have you been in a business that has had to let staff go because you just can't afford to keep them? Let's look at both sides of the story. Like, share, and subscribe. If you'd like to help me produce this type of content, please share the videos around. And I have a Patreon and subscribe style where you can help support with a small monthly donation. Take care, everyone. Have a great day, and I'll see you later.